and welcome to AT Tongue Book Reviews, where students and teachers talk about books. The music that you hear in this episode is "Warm Feeling" by From Here. To begin, do you know what happened during the American Civil War? The Civil War in the United States began in 1861, after decades of simmering tensions between northern and southern states over slavery. State rights and Western expansion. The Civil War was fought over the moral issue of slavery. In reality, it was the economy of slavery and the political power of the system that was central to the conflict. Now you may be wondering why I ask you this question. Well, it is because the novel I will be discussing is based during the period right after the Civil War. The title of this novel is The Land. Written by Mildred D. Taylor, the son of a wealthy white landowner and a former slave, he was raised openly by his father, something rare in the post-Civil War Georgia. But as he grows into a man, he discovers that life is not easy for someone like him. Black people are distrusting him because he looks white. White people are discriminating against him as they hear about his heritage. He faces betrayal and degradation even within his own family, and when the reckless act of youthful rebellion causes Paul Edward to flee his home forever, he has nowhere to go but the only dream he has ever had—to find a land as sweet as his father's and to make it his own. This story happened during the post-Civil War era, as mentioned before. It mainly took place in Vicksburg and the land owned by Paul Edward's father. Vicksburg is a historic city in Mississippi and is best known for its contribution to the American Civil War. In this story, the main character plans to buy a piece of land in Vicksburg, and it can be described as a beautiful piece of land covered with luscious green grass and is surrounded by a forest of trees. The land owned by Paul Edwards' father was the place where Paul grew up in. It is a big piece of land, and is also where he met his best friend Mitchell. Just like the land in Vicksburg, but instead there were people who lived there, ranging from horse owners to established families. I will now talk about some of the main characters in this novel. First off is Paul Edward Logan. In short, he is the protagonist and narrator of the novel. Paul is hardworking, and a young man of mixed racial heritage. Throughout his life, he struggles to come to terms with his relationship between his family and with his deep desire to own land. He is loyal and fair, and reacts calmly in the face of cruelty and racism. Next is Mitchell Thomas, Paul's best friend. Mitchell resents Paul when they are children, because of Paul's privileged life. Mitchell has a more difficult time remaining calm when confronted with the attacks of racism than Paul does, and this ultimately plays a significant role in his own death. Caroline Perry, Paul's first and only love, and Mitchell's wife. Caroline is industrious, independent, and strong-willed. She never hesitates to speak her mind. She serves an unlimited supply of inspiration and faith. Robert Logan is one of Paul's white brothers. Robert is roughly the same age as Paul. 
He and Paul grew up side by side and spent almost their entire childhood together. However, as Robert grows older, he begins to perceive the significance of their racial differences and betrays Paul. Cassie Logan is Paul's black older sister. She is loving and motherly and tries to help Paul come to terms with the difficulty of living as a light-skinned black person in their society. Fillmore Granger is a greedy and dishonest landowner. It is from Fillmore Granger that Paul attempts to buy forty acres of land. Last is Hattie Crenshaw. She is the woman who helps Mitchell and Paul hide when they are running away from Mr. Logan. Paul, the son of a white landowner and his black mistress, is a stranger to his family and possesses a single ambition to own a few hundred acres of land. He fails to buy land, hampered, meaning to be held back, by a racist social system in the post-bellum South, meaning the period of time after a war in the South. After experiencing a few setbacks, Paul, with the support of his brother-like friend Mitchell, eventually managed to fund a deal on the two hundred acres of land he desired. As Paul decides to finally court his sweetheart Caroline as his wife, he finds out that she was already engaged with Mitchell. However, one day, an angry poor white man shoots Mitchell and Paul's horse, leaving Paul with almost no way. To pay off his property, he was in pure devastation. In Paul's world, kinship and heritage play a major role in understanding one's past and one's social situation. As Paul comes of age, however, he grows to see that race overrides the tie of brotherhood. Soon, Paul adopts Mitchell as a brother, and Mitchell replaces Robert. In Paul's childhood dream of working the land with his brother. Fight with your head, not your fists. As Paul grows older, this message grows more urgent, as he finds he is socially less powerful. Lashing out physically or verbally will bring a swift and violent reaction, such as lynching or imprisonment. Paul is experiencing the financial and social consequences of being a black man in a racist society. Paul cannot inherit his father's land because of his race. Sutcliffe can refuse to pay him because of his race. His employer can compel him to work without pay because of his race, and banks can refuse to give him loans because of his race. Paul's world, words and actions indicate that he possesses only passing awareness of the significance of his racial status. His encounters with Mitchell foreshadow the trouble that Paul's biracial status will add to his life. In the end, the world will treat Paul as a black man. Mitchell's attention and violence may be an attempt to alert. Paul to the fact that society will no longer treat a boy with a black mother as white. Paul lives in a world where he expects to win over people, who dislike him by treating him with fairness and respect. Paul's world is predictable, logical, and fair, and these characteristics foreshadow his struggles with an adult society that is racist and unjust. Social customs and Jim Crow laws 
which unconstitutionally deprived black people of their rights and forced the continued subordination of them to white people. Paul's father's warning about Josiah Pinter's daughter, and Paul's circumspect behavior toward Jesse, all illustrate that white men were angered almost maniacally at the possibility of a black man desiring a white woman. Paul's father will not acknowledge him as his son in the public sphere, but expects Paul to obey him. Paul rebels against this double standard. And interprets this public repudiation of kinship as a sign that in the end he cannot depend on his father. Banks turn Paul away when he is in need of money to buy land because he has no financial history with them, and also because the land is white man's land. Fillmore Granger makes false accusations to Paul and insists that he leave all his crops for Granger to harvest. Granger's actions illustrate how many Southern white people were opposed to black people working in anything of real value. The unfair social system that allows Granger to make such outrageous and unfounded claims against Paul, in turn, deprives Paul of his forty acres and the economic ability to support himself and his family. Overall, I would rate this book an eight out of ten because the way the author Mildred D. Taylor brought out a powerful message and made me feel like I was getting involved with this engaging adventure. As said by BCCB Bulletin of the Center for Children's Books in a start review, Taylor boldly explores the thorniest themes of interracial relations with honesty, insight, and sensitivity. To the pain that is slavery's legacy. This is the end of my podcast. Thank you for listening.